What is going on, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Weekly Breakdown. My name is Josh. And my name is Taylor. We are the WDW Couple. And uh, this Weekly Breakdown is, uh, we're going to be talking about some of our favorite attractions in Florida. We Orlando. Do, oh, it is now just It Orlando. is Orlando. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Anyways, each and every week, this podcast is brought to you by Gold Gold Getaways. No matter the trip, whether you're, uh, whether you have small kids, big kids, or no kids at all, mm-hmm. we have an agent who can help you plan your next uh, Disney vacation or destination vacation wherever you're heading around the world. You can head mm-hmm. on over to goldgalgetaways.com and fill out the free quote form. And an agent will get back to you very shortly. This podcast is also brought to you by JTR Media, which, speaking of, we just got It's back. officially official now. It's officially official. We have an official uh, license. We are registered in the state of Florida. Yep. It is JTR Media LLC. So if you sue me, at least you can't sue me. I'm oh, kidding. I'm crying out loud. <laughs> Anyways, but it is official. It's, uh, it's pretty scary, but very cool. We just got back mm-hmm. and shot... Uh, we didn't just get back and shot. We just got back from shooting a we, video. Well, I mean, I, I shot a wedding. Taylor was in the wedding. Yeah, I so. was in the wedding, so I couldn't help him. But um, but yeah, but then we have uh, we have some other people who have booked. We have another wedding that's booked. Mm-hmm. Um, exciting, exciting times. Yes. Things are things are moving. So the wedding video actually went really well. Josh was really stressed, but it was really good. Yeah, it was pretty well. Or it went pretty well. It was good. Yeah, the stress Whatever. is still there, but it's fine. Anyways, <laughs> we are actually, the reason that we are stressed, I'm stressed, is because we are recording this, we are like packing our bags, and we are traveling again next week. So more details on that next week. Really? Yeah. When are we going to film that? What? I mean, like, they'll see it next week, like when we post a video about it, probably. My my point exactly. When are we going to film a video? To eh, we'll see. Say where we are. <laughs> Anyways, uh, if you're interested in having maybe a day captured in the parks, maybe it's your first visit. Maybe you are proposing. Maybe whatever. Uh, we anniversary can take, honeymoon. Yeah, we can uh, create a little special video just for you. Uh, we've done it already. It's worked out pretty well. So yeah, we've you know. done a couple, and they've been very yeah. good so far oh you can either uh, head over to the show notes or very very soon the website will be officially launched i've been working mm-hmm. crazy uh the last couple of days trying to get it running so mm-hmm. it's almost there but it's so funny because we both work full-time jobs this is not our full-time job the wdw couple is not our full-time job jtr media is not our full-time job no we both have full-time jobs, and I think we spend more of our time, aside from our full-time jobs, on all this other stuff. And people were like, how do you have time for all this? Well, we have time for all this, but we don't have time for anything else. Yeah, sometimes I feel <laughs> kind of bad because like we we have friends that want to hang out, and it's like, uh, we can't hang out because we've got other stuff that we're doing, and we're trying to do this and that. We even, figure it out, though. Even these past couple of days at work, every time that I've been waiting for something to come through at work... Uh, those couple of minutes, I jump on over and I'm like, you know, working on the website. Mm-hmm. Uh, little things like that. Every like little minute or second that I get, that's what I am pretty much yeah, doing. It's so. really crazy, but yeah, we don't neglect our friends though. I we mean, still find, I try not to. We find time for them. This weekend, we're spending time with them. So yeah, it's gonna be a busy weekend. <laughs> it is, and then we're I work Sunday, and then we're going away. Yep. Woohoo! Oh, but I guess I'm continuing on with our first 
group cruise. We are going on the Royal Caribbean Harmony of the Seas. It is a seven-night Eastern Caribbean cruise sailing January 26th out of Port Canaveral. I cannot wait. It's going to be here before we know it. I think we're going to end up having to switch this up because next week or (gasps) a couple of days, not a couple of days, I think like next week or something is the final payment date. And then we're just going to have to book another group cruise and then we can start advertising for that one. Uh, I suppose that it'll be the case. But you can fill out a quote in the show notes and you can come with us with Gold Gal Getaways and join all the fun. Yeah, pretty exciting. And Josh is about to talk about Run Disney, and he still has not made another <laughs> video to post on a Sunday. Uh, I'm planning, <laughs> my goal is to get one done for this Sunday. We don't have really anything going on. Taylor's going to be working. I got to take the dogs over and drop them off at uh, whatever place. Best Friends Pet Care. That's right. So People have asked us to do a video on Best Friends Pet Care. Honestly, there is not really anything to record. You literally... Pull in, you walk in the lobby, you check in, they take your dog. Okay, hold on a second. Can we have a little side moment here? All right, I like Best Friends Pet Care. It's convenient. It's right there by us. I trust them for the most part. Oh, no, we love it there. There's just nothing to make a review on. Let me just say something. If you take your child to daycare and you drop your child off and your child goes to the bathroom, right? Poops its diaper, poops its pants or something like that. Taylor's like, what are you talking about right now? Well, she knows now. Yes, it's like, I do. I'm covering my face. Sully sometimes, when we take him over there, because it's different, it's a different atmosphere, I'm assuming that he probably gets stress and anxiety, and they like switch up his food a little bit, you know, he has sometimes issues going to the bathroom. And it's like the last couple of times we've picked him up, it's like his behind is... Dirty. Like, it's dirty. Like... I mean, how hard not is it? Not bad, but like... I mean, it's not terrible, but at the same time, it's like how... He's blonde, so you can see it. Like, how hard is it for you to just like take 30 seconds and just like wipe them down a little bit, you know? Little so, I mean, like, besides that, I love Best Friends Pet Care. They do yeah. a great job. Mm-hmm. They are taking care of your animals. They, they send you pictures, so... Mm-hmm. They do, which I love. Anyways, all right, let's move on. Run Disney. Uh, yeah, I'm going to try and post a video this week. I am doing it with the Dragon Master Foundation. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you guys would be so kind to donate to the cause, um, that is basically what I'm running for this year. Uh, and it's tough. It is tough. Uh, it's tough. I, I don't really know what else to say other than that. It has hey, been guys, tough. guess what? It's tough. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if you guys could, if you feel, uh, if you have anything at all, anything, a dollar, five dollars, mm-hmm. uh, really helps their cause and what they're doing and and uh it goes to pediatric brain cancer so mm-hmm. moving on to uh this week's top stories because apparently we have a couple we have some <laughs> we don't always have them if you've been listening <laughs> <laughs> this was planned to be a regular thing but sometimes we just have like really long topics and sometimes there's really sometimes, not much to talk about yeah sometimes there's not a whole lot of news that's like mm. really I see that you have uh, neglected to add some news to this Disney section. Oh, for crying out loud. Well, you can bring it up, I guess. But we're going to start with Bush Gardens in Tampa Bay. And you can celebrate African Penguin Appreciation Day this weekend when you book a Penguin Insider. You can meet and go behind the scenes with one of Bush Gardens' penguin keepers and discover what it's like to care for warm-weathered African penguins. This tour gives guests the opportunity to get up close and personal to some of the most dapper animals in the wild. We're learning about some of the conservation initiatives Bush Garden supports surrounding these highly endangered species in South Africa. Awesome. 
Sounds pretty cool. Exciting. Were you actually even listening to me talk? Because you were doing something else. No, I was looking at something else. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a brat. <laughs> but I figured you could talk about the next one because it's kind of cool. And like, you like wildlife. Yeah, I love wildlife. Uh, so next part is coming out of SeaWorld. We have, uh, with only five species of sawfish left, they are considered the most threatened elasmo branches. I Why'd you have to throw that in there like that? I can't even say that. Because I thought you'd know how to say I it. I can't. Uh, anyways. It's basically sharks and rays. Thanks. Thanks for thanks for stating that for me. Uh, with only five species of sawfish left, they're considered the most threatened species of sharks and rays in the world. Uh, visit us on International Sawfish Day, which is October 17th. Hey, what are we doing What is happening? <laughs> Jazzy. Jazzy found a golf ball. She's chasing a golf ball around. Anyways, <laughs> where were we at? Oh, we're talking about the endangered... Uh, Visit us on International Sawfish Day. I got it, I got it. So, basically on the 17th of October, you can head on over to SeaWorld. They're going to be doing some special stuff for this. Um, You can head to the Shark Encounter from 11.30 to 3.30 to join our animal educators and special guests from NOAA for fun activities. Which is pretty cool. Um, When they do like the the behind-the-scenes stuff over there, they always have the guy from the like major shark research fund for like great whites, which is pretty cool. So I don't know mm-hmm. if he'll be there, but sounds cool. Yeah. And uh, I didn't really see anything coming from Universal this week, but we will just move into some Disney news. And um, this isn't Disney Parks related, but for Disney Plus, Disney Fairy Tale Weddings, the TV show that has been on Freeform, is actually going to be airing its second season starting in 2020 exclusively on disney plus which i think will be cool i can't wait to watch it i am really excited and then moving into the parks do you want to briefly mention what you want to say because i know what you want to say oh moving into the parks yeah i mean everybody's already heard about it right if you haven't you might be living underneath a rock they had the major issue with the gondolas um i actually was on twitter because twitter obviously is the best place to find all the drama there was quite a bit going on there, especially with some people making it a joke to hang out. Like, oh, I would totally be stuck on the gondolas for however long it was so I'd get a $100 gift card. It, it was crazy. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people that I thought were like, mm, they were kind of okay people in the community. They were just like, they, they weren't very cool. So, uh, with some Oh, of the, some I must have comments, missed all yeah, that, I guess. Yeah, I think guess. you missed some of that stuff. But wow. Okay. It was crazy, but... <laughs> Hopefully soon the gondolas will be back up and running. I mean, yeah. maybe not. They they may be taking them all off one by one, inspecting them, putting them back on the tracks, and rerunning them. So it, it could be actually a while. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think for some reason I felt like they weren't supposed to open up until later uh, initially, and then maybe they bumped it up. But um, if you guys know that they were, for months, they were running the tests. Like they were just running oh, yeah. empty for months. So that may be what ends up happening. We may not see them open them back up till like January. Who knows? Who knows? Josh is making things up. He likes to assume things and give you dates and things, and he has no idea. So, Fifth uh, Park is coming (laughs) on October 1st of 2021. Okay. Uh, It'll be villains themed with (laughs) uh, gondolas and monorails and buses all going to that one place and you can okay this holiday season guests visiting disney's animal kingdom will find festive new entertainment and holiday decor in every land at the heart of the park on discovery island the tree of life awakens with a series of wintry tales 
each told in a unique artistic style and complemented by a familiar and heartwarming holiday-inspired musical score. Um, Disney Parks Live Entertainment team has been working for months to bring this experience to life. Recently, they got their first glimpse of how these new moments will look on the iconic tree, which is really exciting. I cannot wait to see the Tree of Life awaken for the holiday season. And there is going to be, like, new decorations and stuff um, coming up in all the different lands in Animal Kingdom. And... As I say this, Josh is not paying attention again. I'm listening. Um, Tree of Life. Because he's working on the website. New decorations. I've, I've been searching for this one image that I had on another page. And I like scrapped the whole idea, but I wanted this image back. Oh, yeah. You did it. take that exactly. picture yeah. and that was a really good picture. Looks really, it looks like somebody who was a real professional took it. Is that you now? I took it. Are you a real professional now? I'm not a real professional Are we photographer. Real professionals now? No. You have to be doing it for like 10 years before you're considered like an actual real professional. Do you though? I don't know. Do you? You tell I me. I think you just have to have an LLC and it's close <laughs> enough. <laughs> okay. As long as you have a camera, that's all that matters. Yeah, basically. Um, Enchanted Rose is now open at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. Pretty excited to get over there. Yes, this took over Meisner's Lounge. So, inspired by the magic and romance of Disney's popular live-action movie, Beauty and the Beast, the lounge features four unique gathering spaces inspired by Belle and Beast with elegance around every corner. Above the main bar, you'll take in the sights of a gorgeous chandelier inspired by Belle's flowing golden ball gown, while the library showcases classic Baroque designs and French furnishings. A garden room takes inspiration from the enchanted forest surrounding the castle, and an outdoor patio evokes the romance of beast's garden terrace which i've seen pictures from the outdoor patio and it's like a really nice view out there so i am excited to get over there and check out the lounge the enchanted rose what happened to your image it's gone now that's a separate page so i'm just adding it real quick okay well we could do that for a dining review i think um yeah we probably could just order everything Oh, shoot. We don't have a dining it, review for Monday. No, duh. I've been trying to tell you this. Dang it. Josh doesn't what we listen gonna to do? me. And we basically have absolutely no time <sighs> to do one. Gun. So this is going to be the second week in a row. The WDW couple fails at the weekly Monday dining reviews that you made us say in the <laughs> Hollywood and Vine video. You're like, we need to say weekly dining reviews on Mondays. And guess what? This Monday we didn't post one, and now this coming Monday we're probably not going to have one unless we can pull something together real quick on Saturday afternoon, which I, or we could go to breakfast Saturday morning. Uh, I I guess we could do that. We could try to do that someplace. (gasps) Woody's Lunchbox Breakfast. (gasps) That requires us to park at the park and then walk in. You have to park at a resort and walk in. (laughs) (laughs) But I have to walk as far. Oh, my gosh. Okay, let's get into this week's breakdown. And hopefully Josh will stay focused and not swipe back and forth between the website and... No, I should be good. ...the show notes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So what are we talking about this week? Well, as I had mentioned earlier, this week's breakdown is going to be our top seven attractions in Orlando theme parks. We were going to include Busch Gardens down in Tampa. But, and we were just going to say Florida theme parks. But apparently we did not do that. And when I well, say we, I mean Taylor. Because there's a bunch of uh, roller coasters that I really like in 
Bush Gardens. So I would have to do like a top roller coasters to do that. Uh, yeah, I guess so. So we're going with Orlando theme parks. And we did top seven because apparently Josh couldn't pick five. However, there's eight on this list. So I think Taylor changed this to what her top seven are. Because this is definitely not my top seven. What What did I change? This is literally the list you sent me in the phone. Oh, wait. I did add one in there. You changed them around a little bit. I literally didn't. I left the top three the same. Mm, for sure. The last three are different. but No, they're not. But, but actually, they are. They are not. Yes, they are. Okay. Here, I'll show you right here. Are Look. you ready? Nope. They can't see that on the podcast. So let's just start talking about... Number seven. We're starting. Technically, it's not really at the bottom, but we're just put them in order, I guess. So we're going to start with number seven. Well, go ahead. I, I'm not going to start. This isn't what I put at seven. I switched the last two around. Big whoop daddy doo da. That's what you would say. Nope. That's not what I put at seven. But Would go you? ahead. Oh my gosh. Josh put Soren on his top seven wow. attractions Thanks in for Orlando. It for Thanks for ruining it for no. me. I love Soren. Actually, what I was going to put no. was Soren parentheses over California because I actually prefer that Soren over Soren around the world. That to me is like. What was the ride that whenever we got back from the cruise, what was the one ride that I wanted to go to Epcot and do? And we did. We went Soren. to Epcot and rode Soren. Exactly. That was before Flight of Passage opened. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. No, it wasn't. Yeah, no, it was. Flight of Passage opened up in 2016. 17. What? It opened in 2017. Scroll down through here, and it tells you Flight of Passage opened May 27th, 2017. Get your dates right. That doesn't make any sense. When did Pandora, the world of Avatar, open? May 27th. 2017. I could have sworn it opened in 2016. <laughs> no. Oh. Apparently, I need some coffee to drink. Jeez. Whatever. Anyways, okay. First off, if we I didn't just think Soren made the cut. If That's we what if I we said. just gotten off the cruise, regardless of whenever the year it was, okay, more than likely, okay, Fast Pass Master, you wouldn't have been able to get a Fast Pass for Flight of Passage. You never right? know. <laughs> I love Soren. Soren is dear to me. I prefer Soren over California over to. I've over never Soren heard you say that until today. I love Soren. That's okay. like my go-to ride. Guess what? Soren's not on this list, so we're not going to talk about it anymore. Well, Soren for me is number seven. <laughs> Taylor's number seven is Space Mountain, and that's also on Josh's top list. So it's on my top list, but it's higher than seven. Well. If it were up to me, there's another one on this list that wouldn't even be on this list because it's not a good ride. <laughs> it's a fantastic ride. No, it's not. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. We're talking about We're Space going to number Mountain. six. <laughs> no. Jeez. <laughs> oh, my six matches up at this six, so that's good. We can talk about it. Okay, no. Number seven. So... I took a little blurb from each theme park website that gives you, like, their description of the attraction. So we are going to tell you, like, the theme park's version of what the attraction is. And then we'll tell you, like, what we like about it, I guess, if Josh will not flip back and forth to the website. I'm listening. You're good. You are causing so many complications in my brain. Okay. So Space Mountain. 
dip and careen into the inky blackness as a futuristic soundtrack echoes all around you. Fly past shooting stars and celestial satellites, roar past streaking orbs of light, wayward comets, and migrant meteors. Feel the pull of gravity as you're drawn into a swirling wormhole. <gasps> I never even thought about that. At that end where you're... Oh, I, I guess. Is that what that's supposed to be? Huh? Well, that's what that says. But if you don't know, Space Mountain is in Disney's Magic Kingdom. And it is located in Tomorrowland. And based on that description, hopefully you can tell if you haven't been on it that it is like an indoor, dark space themed roller coaster hence the name space mountain yeah when they just did a refurb a couple of years ago when they did that they really enhanced the lighting in there so now whenever you ride it uh you get a lot more of like that space kind of feel mm -hmm. you see the stars you can kind of like see some other things up in there like planets and it's like a space, a space station, station satellites right? yeah that sort of while. thing um this does have a 44 inch height requirement you can use fast pass here there's also a standby line. Um, there's no single rider. Now there, that I think about it. There is not a single. Uh, there's not a single rider as far as I know. Yeah. I was just thinking about that. Um, and if you didn't know, this opened in January of 1975 on the 15th. Why didn't you just say this opened on January 15th, Because of the way I worded it and it just didn't sound right when it was hey, coming out. Hey, read what you wrote. <laughs> read what you wrote. Read what you wrote. But I literally just like wrote the date. Um, so it reaches a top speed of 30 miles per hour. It's steepest drop. You're, well, actually, let me rewind there. 30 miles per hour. A lot of people will think it goes way faster than that. Well, it, it feels that way because it's so dark in there. Mm -hmm. And it is like a very small vehicle that you're in. Um, also, the steepest drop is 39 degrees. That's actually not very steep at all. It's not. Um, and then this is actually the oldest operating roller coaster in Florida. Fun fact. Didn't know that. Yeah. That's pretty Isn't cool. Isn't that cool? It's a great ride, though. I love Space Mountain. I was waiting for Josh to say, moving on. <laughs> Well, I figured we'd have a little bit of dialogue about Space Mountain. Oh, I mean, you want to talk about it now? Well, I mean, I I can. I mean, I'm going to talk about it again later. It's higher on my list. Do you not sense the sarcasm? It's a joke. Your sarcasm sucks. Oh, okay. Anyways, what about Space Mountain? Like, why why would you put Space Mountain right here? Why do you like it so much? Well, I put it as number seven because I just didn't think it was as good as the other ones, but I definitely felt that it needed to be in the top list oh. um, because I just love Space Mountain. It's a classic Disney attraction. Walt Disney loved space, and I could go to Magic Kingdom every single day, and I could ride Space Mountain every single day. I but I could that. also ride Splash Mountain every single day, and you didn't put it in your list, so I left it out because I know you don't like to get wet. So yeah, you know. we we would have scrapped that from this list, just like Soren. Oh, I just got the death stare. All right, moving on to you. Don't have anything else to add about Space Mountain? You literally every time I go to Magic Kingdom, can you get a fast pass for Space Mountain? Oh, I love riding Space Mountain. Again, as I'll add, it's higher on my list. It's not seven. Honey. Hold on. This, wait. Let me double check and see where it's honey, at on my this list. This is a hour list. This is the weekly breakdown list. I have Space Mountain as number five. 
two spots higher. Five golden rings. Space Mountains? Yeah. Uh, no, I, it's a great attraction. Like the other said, I mean, every time we go, if we can ride it, I will definitely ride it. I love riding it. It's one of my favorite roller coasters to ride. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I do really like it for Halloween during Mickey's <gasps> Not So Scary because no. they turn all the lights off, so it's completely pl- like pitch, completely pitch. It's completely pitch black in there, which is really cool too. So some people really don't like that. They do like to have some lighting in there, but I like it. I think it's cool. Like makes it different, adds a little more of like a scare factor. It is scary. And no matter how many times I ride it, if I sit up front, I always, I'm always cringing a little bit. Like I'm always you a little can't scared really to put my arms up. I'm always like, oh, because you just, you get, you don't know. You can't see. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yep. It is pretty good. Moving on to number six. Hold on. Wait, let me give you a guess. What was that thing that they were doing there for a while where it's like, everybody doesn't move? Uh, what was that called? I forget what that was called. Remember we did it one time when we were in Disney with your family? Oh, yeah. It was like where you were like walking somewhere or whatever, and then all of a sudden, you just froze and stood there. Did we give it away? Are we talking about Expedition Everest? <laughs> yes, we are. Wow, what the heck was that challenge called? I don't remember. I only did it like once. Hold on. Let me look it up. Anyways, well, number six is Expedition Everest. Wander into a Tibetan village at the base of Mount Everest and board a train to the top the of the world. The mannequin challenge. Oh, that's what it was called. The longest ever mannequin challenge. And beware, some say a legendary snow monster lives deep in the mountain. After a steep ascent, your train picks up speed and races into the darkness. Without warning, a broken and twisted track appears. Oh my gosh, it's right in front of you. What do you do? You brace yourself. And then, as you plummet backwards into total darkness, inside the caverns, the mythical tale comes true as you see the shadow of a massive growling beast. <laughs> Race to escape the cursed mountain before the Yeti claims another the cursed, expedition. The cursed mountain. You know what's really funny? I feel like I was describing the Yeti house at <laughs> Universal's <laughs> Halloween Horror Nights. Except Expedition Everest is way better of a haunted house than Yeti was at Universal Orlando. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was getting that vibe. Yeah, I can see that. Um, if you don't know, Expedition Everest is located in Disney's Animal Kingdom, um, in the Asia area, like way in the back corner. You can actually see Expedition Everest from like out on Osceola Parkway and, um, actually if you're driving up on 429, sometimes you can see it, like depending where you're at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you Mm -hmm. can, because I've seen it when I used to drive home from work. Um, and you have to be 44 inches tall to ride. They do have fast pass. They also have single rider which is very nice. Um, its top speed is 50 miles per hour. The drop is 80 feet tall. And the Yeti, record for the mannequin challenge, longest mm-hmm. longest standing mannequin challenge, the Yeti is 25 feet tall. And Expedition Everest actually opened on April 7th, 2006. And I actually think the preview was like four or five months before it actually opened. They oh, did, yeah. It was like a soft opening or whatever. Um the four months that the yeti worked yeah actually speaking of the yeti not working because it doesn't move it's got like strobe lights and stuff um 
I think it was in 2013 at D23, um, Joe Rohde said one day he will fix the Yeti. So it's literally been that long. Like That's insane. It's been so long. I didn't realize how long it's been. Um, but also, Expedition Everest is in the Guinness Book of World Records for 2011 as the most expensive roller coaster built. This ride took over six years to plan and construct, and it is reported to cost over $100 million. That's a little crazy that that's the most expensive one to build. I don't know. That's wonder what it why, says. I wonder what made it so expensive. It's in the world records. I don't know. Maybe all the trips to Asia to research it. Is that included in that budget? Uh, I mean, it could be. <laughs> Maybe it was the custom track. Yeah, but there's so many other attra- there's so many other roller coasters now that have that same track. Like but, they, they don't have the same track, but they have a similar like track a switching track with a switch. But also, think about roller coasters at like Busch Gardens and SeaWorld, and a few of them at Universal. They're not as themed as Expedition Everest. I mean, Everest I, is. I, I guess they didn't could, have to build a mountain. I, I suppose. I, I suppose maybe the structure of the mountain. They just could built have a track. It. I mean, because whenever you think of Hagrid's, which might be on this list, um, <laughs> the track switch in that is is very intricate. Nothing that mm-hmm. I've ever ridden before has had a track switch like that. Doesn't mean it's the only one out there. I'm sure there's probably another one similar to it, and somebody will probably be like, "Oh, there is." Um, but you know, I mean, when you talk about complicated. Things like that. That's what I think of cost. But, yeah, you're probably right. The mountain, building the actual mountain itself and the structure to do that and build that structure to support it is probably why. So Yeah, probably is. But I love I love Expedition Everest. If we can ride it, we ride it. Best mm-hmm. time to ride it at Animal Kingdom is during the nighttime show, which Oh, be yeah, better. that is pretty cool. Yes. Yeah, at night. Animal at Kingdom night. at night. <laughs> I knew you were gonna do that. All right, are we uh, we're moving taking out the trash? Are we? Are we moving? Are we moving on to number five? Um, I think so. All right, number five is. Please note, not all of these are roller coasters. Uh, I think. No, they're not. <laughs> not all of these are roller coasters, and this is just sort of our top list, you know, because Josh keeps trying to say, "Yeah, that's not my list." Anyway, number five. This is five, mostly Taylor's list. Number five. Is Space Mountain. That's what I put. Actually, number five on Taylor's list is Mako, which is still a pretty good roller coaster. Pretty good. Um, I love Mako. This is named for one of the ocean's fastest known sharks. Surged through the shipwreck reef on Orlando's tallest, fastest, and longest roller coaster. They could definitely get rid of the shipwreck reef because you don't do that at all. It's not themed really at all, but um, it is a great, fast Mm-hmm. Um, longer roller coaster in Orlando. I think it's actually just the tallest now. What's uh, what's faster than it? Um, I'm not sure. I can't remember how fast. Tigris? Hmm. That's the only thing that's really open since then. Tigris isn't in Orlando. I was thinking oh, Hagrid's, but Orlando. I don't think. But I don't think Hagrid's goes that fast. I don't know. But Hagrid's is longer. Yeah. Um, oh, it is a pretty long ride. That's a good point. Yeah. But Mako um, is at SeaWorld Orlando, and it opened on June 10th, 2016, so just a couple years ago. That was actually um, right before we moved to Florida. Like, a, Actually, you might have already been in Florida. Uh, no. Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Oh. Probably. <laughs> I was probably here. Um, you have to be 54 inches tall to oh. ride it. 
Don't bark. Um, <laughs> dogs are getting scolded. Um, because these roller coasters, it's a, what are those called? A hyper coaster? Something like that. With the, like, seat restraint that feels like you're just going to fly out of it anyway. It's pretty cool. I mean, as you go, you know, if you've never ridden it before, just to give you kind of a brief, like, overview of what it is. When you go up and then you come down and you do these, like... The bunny hops. The bunny hops, basically. It's really, to me, it feels more like you are the shark coming up out of the water. And you get a little bit of hang time and then you dive back down into the water. Is that what that feels like? Okay, I'm talking about for people who don't know... That's what I'm explaining it as. Oh, okay. All right. This shouldn't even be number five. This is like number eight, really. You don't like of... this one? Oh, my no, gosh. I like Mako. Sitting but... in the front row on Mako is so awesome on that first drop. Ugh. On the first drop, but then after that, it's not very good. I prefer the back. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> How about... How about Taylor just deletes the whole entire list and Josh just puts in his own list? Mention that there's a quick queue available. I did not mention that there's a quick queue. Pretty much any time that we have been at SeaWorld, we have never needed to do anything like that. I mean, we've never purchased a quick queue to begin with. But but we've also never been there in like the middle of an afternoon or evening on like a Saturday. No, yeah, we've gone over there for like the for like the Christmas stuff. We've been there, but we're not there to ride rides. But even being there, though, when we've walked by, the wait time's only been ever like five or ten minutes. Yeah, it's really not that bad. Not that bad. There are times in the summertime it does get very Mm -hmm. busy because it's the summer season. Kids are out, families are down here more, more people are Mm -hmm. traveling, so that does get busy. But throughout like the school year, holiday season, I mean, most of the time, a lot of these wait times are not really that bad. Mm Thirty minutes at the most. You don't really need to get a quick queue, but you you can can if you need to. Mm-hmm. So, um, but it goes up to 73 miles per hour and it is about 200 feet tall at the highest point. It's pretty tall. It is. And Taylor will never put her arms up and her feet up at the same time. I will put either my feet up or my arms up. You can just do not them both. both. You're not going to fall out. I just don't like that feeling, mm. but I love that ride. And here we go to number four. Hold we, on, wait a second. I got to see what my number four was. I well, we have sure it was the same thing. It is. We oh, have two number fours on this list because I completely disagree with Josh's number four. So I put my number four oh. on here as well. All right, my number four is better than Taylor's number four because for multiple reasons of which we will get to in a second. But number four is. Let's head back over to Islands of Adventure. I was going to say Universal Orlando. <laughs> Kind of is. Um, Islands of an Adventure to ride Forbidden Journey. Enter through the towering castle gates and make your way down the familiar passageways and corridors of Hogwarts. Actually, School. you should have had like an accent as you read that. No, I don't want to make a total fool of oh, myself. Oh, yeah, I I'm want already... you to. Can you try? I don't think I can. <laughs> Come on. Enter through the towering castle gates and make your way down the familiar passageways and corridors of Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. Visit iconic locations such as... Okay, you're getting <laughs> Australian right there. I don't have a good English accent. <laughs> Can't do it. I have to start all the way from the beginning. No, Enter through the towering castle gates and make your way down the familiar passageways and corridors of Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. Visit iconic locations such as Dumbledore's Office, the Defense Against the Dark Arts Classroom, the Gryffindor Common Room, the Room of Requirement, and so many more. 
I feel like we were just watching one of those trailer. What are those trailer things on YouTube? Oh, uh, honest trailers. <laughs> honest trailer. That's what I felt like we were watching. Then get ready to soar above the castle grounds as you join Harry Potter and. Oh wait, hold on. <coughs> then get ready to soar above the castle grounds as you join Harry Potter, trademarked, and his friends on an unforgettably <laughs> thrilling adventure. This amazing attraction uses groundbreaking, state-of-the-art technology and a little magic to create a one-of-a-kind ride. And it does, and that is why I put it on number four. It is such a unique and different ride. It's like an arm. It's so different. It's not another... I mean, they do use screens. It is, uh, you know... Part of it's 3D. It is It is kind of like that, but at the same time, it's not just you in a cart going around in circles. Oh, my gosh, Transformers are shooting me. Oh, my gosh, villains from Marvel are getting me. No, it's like... It's different, and I like that. It's unique. We went, uh, we went with Nate one time, and we went through like one of the back entrances or whatever. Never like, again, Nate. I will never take that back. No, entrance me again. either. <laughs> um, but like a cast member sent us that way because Nate asked, and when we were sitting there waiting to get on the track, like you could see the arm of the. It was literally like an arm, and there's like four people sitting in the thing, and it like moves up and down, and it was like really yeah, cool. weird. Like you could see it from behind. It was really crazy. It's different. If you mm-hmm. haven't ever ridden it before, it is supposed to feel like you're on a broomstick. Yeah. I mean, when you, you're you in the screens, feel. it feels like you're on a broomstick. Yeah. But the rest a, of it is doesn't really feel like a broomstick. It's it's a little different uh, when you're not in the screens because then you don't have like that movement of going forward because everything else you're always kind of moving sideways because that's how the arms are and that's how the scene is. So you can't really move forward with the arms. You can only move sideways. But it's still a really great attraction. I like it. I wish that they would do more unique things like that over there instead of putting in more... 3D attractions. 3D. Like freaking Fast and the Furious. Like the next one that you're about to mention. What? Um, I'm not about to mention it yet because I didn't tell you that the Forbidden Journey oh. opened on June 18th, 2010. You also in have to Hogsmeade. be 48 inches tall and Express Pass is available. And people might be wondering why I wanted to scrap this one off the list. And that's because I think it is scary. The dragon is like right in your face, blowing fire at you, and then blowing fire. Yeah, it's real fire. Real fire. Yeah, real fire inside. I thought maybe you would move this off of here just because it could be. For those of you who don't know, this could be something that you get really motion sick very easily. But just I don't get motion movement. sick on it, so why would I want to scrap it? Oh, because I thought maybe you might be thinking of other people. People might get motion sick off literally all the other rides we have mentioned on here. Definitely on the next one. Not compared to yours. We watched them clean up vomit on Forbidden Journey one time. <laughs> Literally that time we went with Nate. And that's what took so long because we were waiting yeah, for them to so clean up the vomit. If you guys don't know Nate from Paging Mr. Morrow, who was like, hey, guys, let's go this He's back like, entrance. It's really the like the handicap accessible entrance, basically. Yeah. And, uh, and he's just like, because it's kind of cool. It's like you're going down the hallways all by yourself. You know, it's like kind of mysterious. We get out there, and it was, I mean, it was kind of cool, but then it, it was It really like, wasn't cool. It was, like, plain always. <laughs> but then you had to wait for forever because they only have, like, certain carts that come in to that area. And so we waited, and we waited, and we waited. And then the cart that we were going to get on, somebody, had like, spewed in it, on it. which yeah. was kind of gross. Yep. Anyways. But I don't on. like it. Well, there's also, like, the Dementors, and there's the Spiders, and... Okay, well, don't spoil it for everybody. 
well, sorry. Spoiler alert. <laughs> but that's why I wanted to take it off the list. Because I ride that ride. I ride it. Every time we go over there, if Josh says he wants to ride it, we go on it. But I ride with my eyes closed for almost the whole ride. How do you even know what's on there if you ride with your eyes closed? Because the first couple of times I rode with my eyes open and now I ride with my eyes closed. Because <laughs> I don't like the things coming right at my face. That's what makes it exciting. Suspenseful. So, thrilling. Forbidden Journey is not on my top. So I put Escape from Gringotts. If you don't know, because Josh and I really don't talk about this a whole lot. We love Harry Potter. Yeah, we do. We literally love Harry Potter. I like Harry Potter more than Taylor because I've read the books. Just because you read the books means you like Harry Potter more than me. I've devoted really? more time to the series than you have. <laughs> okay, then. Uh, you don't have a wand. So how about that? I neglected to get myself one because I was thinking about the betterment of my wife. And guess what? I thought what? about how much she would and like to have what? her own wand. When you bought that wand, guess who didn't even have an annual pass to <laughs> use that wand? Your wife. <laughs> but anyway, we Actually, love Harry Potter. Actually, I did Potter. buy it before our passes expired because I bought it for you for Christmas. Oh, but then when Christmas rolled around, I didn't have an annual pass anymore. Right, because we let them lapse. Yes. Because we were like, we hate this place. So for quite some time, Josh literally was making me watch Harry Potter every single night when we went to bed i'm like please put on a different movie okay and then he'd put on like the fifth harry potter and then the next I'll night just I'm, play whatever the next i'm one like was. please put on a different harry potter okay and then he'd like start it from the beginning again on the first one i'm like okay i love harry potter but i need to watch something else before i go to bed and normally i don't care what we watch when we go to sleep i just don't like to watch something that's scary like the fifth harry potter I don't think it's scary. I think that one's scary. It's not scary. I don't like when they're in that, um, in the Ministry of Magic. You know what? You don't even see what you really should be seeing in that, all right? They left so much stuff out of the book. Josh would know because he's a bigger fan and he's devoted more time to the series and he's read the books. I've read the books. Hey, I've read the books. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to talk about my number four now, which is Escape from Gringotts. You already mentioned that. (laughs) <laughs> I was just restating. Here you can enter Gringotts Bank beneath the massive fire-breathing dragon at the far end of Diagon Alley in Universal Studios, Florida. Inside, walk through the bank's grand marble lobby and see goblins hard at work. Then get ready to take a journey through cavernous passageways that lead deep underground as you climb aboard mind-blowing, multi-dimensional thrill ride. You'll face the bank's stringent security measures while navigating perilous subterranean vaults. Along the way, you'll encounter Harry, Ron, and Hermione, but you'll have to evade the wrath of malicious villains Voldemort and Bellatrix, as well as trolls and other creatures that stand between you and the safe return to Diagon Alley. Universal Studios, Florida. Whenever I read the Harry, Ron, and Hermione, it made me think of uh, Puppet Pals. Puppet Pals, an original YouTube video. Ron Weasley, Ron. Oh, wait, actually it starts. Snape, Snape, Severus, Snape, Dumbledore, Ron, Ron. I like really sped that through the process, but you know. Harry Potter, Harry Potter, Harry Potter. Voldemort, Voldemort. Voldemort. If you guys didn't know, this opened in uh, July 8th of 2014. In July 8th. 
open on July 8th, 2014. You have to be 42 inches tall to ride it, and it does have an express pass. Mm-hmm. It used to not, but it does now. It does now. Okay. I, I think what I really enjoy about this is probably more of the opening queue. Mm-hmm. I like the ride, I like too. The queue. I mean, the ride is a good ride, but again, at the end of the day, it's still another 3D giant screens in it's my a face. roller coaster okay spoiler it's a I... short coaster it's really not that to me it's really not that thrilling because they're such short like pieces that it's like whoop here's the screen whoop here's the screen it is but the first time i wrote it it seriously just impressed me so much because i was not expecting the stuff that happens so i'm gonna spoil something if you've never been on it before when you <gasps> go into like the first room area where you stop and there's screens there bellatrix is there and she like casts a spell on you and the track like drops forward and i'm like oh my gosh what is happening like because like i didn't realize the track came to an end and then all of a sudden your car drops and you go down this hill and you're going around all crazy and it's like pitch black and i was like what just happened yeah it was really cool and it's another like good uh, I don't know if they're the first ones to do it, but it was another good like use of space and kind of changing up the track so it's a little bit different because you ha- yeah. you have like that almost like you're hanging there for a second mm-hmm. and then you drop, which is yeah. cool. Um, but again, you know, again what? I'm tired of the 3D rides. Give me something else. But more Fast and Furious. Oh, that was a joke. It certainly was. We don't like Fast and the Furious. I don't think anybody likes Fast and the Furious. It is like I like the I like some of the movies, but the attraction is or horrible. No, it's just not good. It's like you sit around on this bus. We don't, we don't this need to bus. spend any time on it. We don't need to spend okay, any time. Okay, yeah, on you're it. right. All right, moving on to number three, we are jumping back over to Walt Disney World Hollywood Studios. Star Tours. No, I'm kidding. It's not Star Tours. We're talking about Smugglers. Muppets Vision 3D. <laughs> Smugglers Run. Ride in the famous cockpit of the Millennium Falcon on a daring flight. And whether you're a pilot, engineer, or gunner, every roll is crucial. Not really. The engines rumble as the Millennium Falcon blasts off, pushing you and your crew back into your seats. When you jump into hyperspace towards the adventure, along the way you'll face danger at every turn. <gasps> danger! Danger, Will Robinson, danger! Did you get that reference? Nope, you didn't. Oh, it's another movie Taylor needs to go see. What? Lost in Space. Yeah, no, I haven't watched that. Uh, will your mission succeed or will it fail? It's up to you. Find out if you have what it takes to outmaneuver the odds aboard the Millennium Falcon. Open on August 29, 2019. This is actually a pretty cool ride. Was I, that I, your infomercial or something? That was my infomercial, yes. Uh, I like this ride. I thought it was really cool. When after I first wrote it, I was really like, wow, I think this might be better than Flight of Passage. But now that I've written it a few times and I go back and I ride Flight of Passage, it's not better than Flight of Passage. It's still a great ride. Mm-hmm. But I definitely see where people complain that it's not as good as it could be because if you're not the pilot, it's kind of frustrating depending on who the pilot is. Yeah. You but know? we haven't really experienced anything bad while we've been on that. I, I mean, no, we haven't. But I can see where people have been like, you know what? There was like five-year-old kids on there as mm-hmm. the pilots. Yeah, because you just... only have to be 38 inches tall, which yeah. isn't that tall. No. And they crash it or something like that. And I, and I can see that that's frustrating. But if you're the pilot, I think it's a great attraction. It's really fun. Oh, yeah. I liked I liked piloting. It's cool. You have nothing else to add? 
There's no fast pass line yet. Nope. But there is single rider available. Yep. Fast pass will eventually be available. They do have um They have a dedicated queue line for it. Yeah, they have the magic band touch points there. Um, but you cannot book them yet. Um, I really like Smuggler's Run. It was really fun. I was really impressed when we first wrote it. Yeah. I think what's really cool about it, too, is whenever, you know, when I was kind of thinking about some of these rides, I was also kind of thinking about the queues in some of them, mm-hmm. thinking about just a straight attraction itself. But, you know, I mean, it's pretty cool to walk in there and sit down in, the like, the, the galley of the Millennium Falcon. I don't know if that's what you'd call it, the galley, but... You know, the, Ooh, that yeah, that part you know, the, where you can area, take the picture at the table or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it really feels like it. And if you get in there and somebody crashes it or however it works, there's that big red button that Taylor got to do the one time. Yeah, we had no idea. We had just walked in. Yep, smash that button and save everybody. Smash that subscribe button. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's what the kids are saying, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know, something like that. Is that it? Are we moving on to the next one? I think so. And as Josh would say, we're moving back on over to Universal Studios <gasps> Islands of Adventure. I think that was also my number three as well, just to state for the record. It was. I told you I didn't even t- change the top three. You're right. Yeah, I-, I know. Moving back over to Universal's Islands of Adventure, Orlando. No, Universal Studios Orlando. No, no. Islands of Adventure. No. It is not even called Universal Studios Orlando. It's called Universal Studios Florida oh. at the Universal Orlando Resort. Oh. And this attraction is in Universal's Islands of Adventure. Shrek. No, that's in Universal that's in Studios. Florida. At Universal Studios Orlando. Florida. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What do, what that's is like when two? people go to Hollywood Studios and they're like, Where's the Harry Potter land? <laughs> Listen, at least I know what park I'm in, okay? And I know what attraction I'm going to, and I know okay. where the attraction is. <laughs> Are you sure you know which park you're in? Because you were calling at Universal Studios Orlando. Number two is Dr. Seuss Land. I what love if it was? Dr. Seuss Land. It, but it's not. Aw. All right, moving on. Anyways, what is number two? Hagrid's Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure. The longest name for an attraction in history. It is pretty long. Really buzzing over there. It's HQD time. Any HQDs out there? What? You help me play sometimes. Sometimes. I actually haven't played in a while. No, you haven't. Are you going to read the description? We keep having a lot of like dead air here. Oh, do I have to read it because you read the last one? Oh, I'll read it. I really wanted to read An number one. An epic new edition has arrived to the wizarding world of Harry Potter. Trademark. Trademark. For the first time ever, fly deep into the wilds of the Forbidden Forest, beyond the grounds of Hogwarts Trademark Castle. As you twist past towering trees, magical creatures, and wondrous surprises surround you. One misstep could drop you into an endless pit of devil's snare. And it does. Or put you in the sights of a centaur's bow. Ooh, anything can happen here. With Hagrid. No. Trademark. What? Don't say trademark again. <laughs> With Hagrid as your guide, an all-new adventure is taking off as you board magical motorbikes to fly far, far into the dark forest, hurl past impossible obstacles, and dodge fierce beasts you've never seen before on a freewheeling coaster flight that will bring you close to some of the wizarding world's rarest magical creatures. Welcome to Hagrid's Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure. 
This is Screaming Fans. Oh, yeah, there you go. You are amazing. <laughs> Anyways, this is a great interaction. We just wrote this like Finally. for the first time. <laughs> like two months ago. <laughs> a month ago. Two months ago. In August? Mm. No, it was during That's the hurricane. Like a month ago. We went like with during, Kim. Yeah, it was like during the hurricane. Yeah. Gosh. Uh, it opened officially on June 13th, 2019. We tried to go on opening day. Labor Day. That's what it was. It was Labor Day because it was a holiday. Oh, yeah, it was we Labor Day. We thought it was going to be busy and it, yeah, it, it wasn't, wasn't that bad. No, we waited like 30 minutes or something. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it opened on June 13th. We tried to go on opening day. That was a major uh, fail. Epic fail. Epic fail. What embarrassment. Rolling up to the gate, we're like, oh, my gosh. There's nobody here. There's nobody here. We're great. We're golden. We're gravy, I think everybody baby. there with us thought the same thing. And then they walk you in and it's like, oh. Oh, the end of the line's right here at the front of the park. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to go home. Yeah, we literally did. We left. Uh, you have to be 48 inches tall, and there is no express pass at this time. Still? Still. I couldn't remember if there was or not. I so thought there were for a while they were doing the, the virtual queue. You can get the Rose or Ruby express pass. Oh. It's the only one you can use there. I didn't even know Universal had a Ruby express pass. That's the one that Nate gave us. It was on the counter. Oh, gotcha. Okay. But it expired and we didn't get to use it, so we still had to wait in line anyway. But they were only giving those out to, like, if something happened. Yeah, like, if you were standing in line for, like, hours and hours and then the ride closed because yeah. of rain or whatever and didn't reopen, then they gave you an express pass just because you stood in line for so long. But but it seems like they've been having a little bit of a better time with it lately. I haven't heard any major breakdowns or closures. No, but or... I actually got on the app earlier today and it still said that the attraction was um, going to be closing before the rest of the park. So if you weren't in line before 3 p.m., you weren't going to be able to get in line. Oh, yep. that is still pretty rough. Mm -hmm. it, it is. It is one of the best news attractions in Orlando, hands down. It's awesome. Really I can't is. wait to go back and ride it again. I dare say it is worth a special trip to Islands of Adventure just to ride it. I mean, it is very, very cool. I think the one thing that they messed up on, and I think that they – they ha kind of had to do it because of where they positioned Fluffy at. I think they could have made Fluffy a little bit more lifelike and real. I he's think really if just Fluffy like, wouldn't have been out in the daylight and he yeah, would have been in I like a darker he, area. I think that's where they probably should have put him at. Illuminated yeah. in a darker spot. Kind of like when you go through like Hagrid's hut. How it's like kind of a little like shaded in there. I think something more like that. Yeah. Or like when you go down into the Devil's Snare. Yeah, somewhere like there. Because where he's at right now, he's out in the sun basically open to the elements and so they had to put a they couldn't make him like a regular animatronic with like hair basically from what yeah. i remember it's just like it's like those plastic molds almost mm -hmm. or they're like the rubber molds the ones that can be outside yeah and i think if you know if they would have had it with hair it would have looked really yeah. really cool but it, it's still a fantastic ride i mean it's oh, yeah. it's totally different completely different track system than mm -hmm. i've ever experienced before it's crazy and it is awesome fyi if you want to sit in the like so you it's two people side by side and if you want to be like the driver of the motorcycle you have to sit on the left hand or the right hand side and if you're gonna sit passenger you sit on the left hand side but you can't switch once you get on there you're on there you yeah, can't exactly get off because it's like continuously moving, basically. Yeah, it is. It you doesn't like, stop. Yeah. You don't remember? you? We sat like this and oh, you were we? up on the bike. 
Yeah. I don't remember. You got to press the button or whatever on the bike. Oh, yeah, I did. You don't even remember? No, I remember that. We need to go ride it again, though, for sure. Yeah. I'm up for that. I don't know when. Me either. (laughs) I'll go by myself next weekend, maybe. On Sunday? Oh, no, I have other plans on Sunday. I have to make a running video. Yeah, you do, for sure. And edit. CC, senorita. All right. Do you think we can talk about number one? Moving on. If you don't know what our number one attraction is by this point, which I don't think, I think we only mentioned it like once in this podcast. Maybe. Um, But if you don't know what our number one attraction is, then you have not been watching our videos. (laughs) I can tell you that. And I think we may have mentioned it in um, another podcast. I'm not really sure. But in our videos, we have definitely mentioned this is our favorite ride. Can I say? Yeah, go ahead. Number one is Flight of Passage. Board your own mountain banshee and embark on a thrilling expedition where interstellar explorers like you get an up-close look at this moon's incredible landscape. Yes, if you didn't know, Pandora is a moon. It's a moon of uh, Saturn. Yes. Bonding with a banshee is a crucial step in the life of a Navi hunter on Pandora. And flying on the back of one of these powerful creatures is an important rite of passage. Siva Ko! Rise to the challenge. Nice. And this is loaded. Loaded. This is loaded. This is located at Disney's Animal Kingdom in Pandora. The world of Avatar. Yes. It opened on May 27th, 2017. Now I you know remember what? when we talked about this in this it, podcast. It now makes sense that it couldn't have opened in 2016 because we were on our honeymoon <laughs> in 2016 on May 27th. Did you figure that out? Dirt, dirt. Yes, I got it. Thank you. Good job. You have to be 44 inches tall to ride this, and it is like you are sitting on a bike. I love Flight of Passage. Yeah, I guess it is like that. It is so life you guess it is like that? You do know in the pre-show they say, get on like you're riding a bike. They, it is exactly <laughs> what they say. I guess I never stopped and think about it. I don't know. Apparently not. Um, but it just feels so lifelike. It you does. Know? Yes. Like, I rem- I've taken a couple of people on that like for their first time. And when they've gotten off, they're like, that is the best ride. Yeah. Like, I somehow was lucky enough when my friend, Bomb Taylor, whatever you want to call her, when she was down here visiting us, somehow I managed to score like an 8 p.m. something fast pass for Flight of Passage. So we went back over and rode it after we went home and ate dinner. And she was like, that was the perfect way to end my trip. Yeah. And she wants to come back now. So it was perfect and my friend audrey's coming down in december and she hasn't been on it yet and she said that's like the one ride she needs to ride is flight of passage you also just rope drop it are you kidding me it's not that hard it's not that bad in you've, december rise of resistance will be open up the whole crowds will then all be on star wars you have never rope drop flight of passage remember that video you did where you like rope drop animal kingdom but you didn't ride flight of passage listen because i didn't want to go rope drop flight of passage but that was literally supposed to be the point of that video was no, it wasn't rope dropping flight of passage anyways it is an amazing ride i i will say whenever i had this conflict of which one was better between smuggler's run or Flight of Passage. We went back and we rode Flight of Passage. Every single time that we ride Flight of Passage, doesn't matter if I'm on the first level, the middle level, the top level, every single time that you soar 
into that wave. <gasps> Spoilers. What if somebody hasn't been on this before? And you start banking <laughs> and that wave starts coming down on top of you. I feel literally every time like that wave might come down on top of me. Every single Agreed. time. Agreed. Every time. Agreed. It is such a realistic attraction. Feeling the banshee breathing. Yeah, I mean, if you don't, if you haven't noticed, because I think the first time I didn't notice. I didn't notice either. But if you if you've only ridden it once, the next time that you go, just just take a minute and just feel the feel the bike, and you'll feel it pushing out on your legs. The bike, the banshee. Feel it. You'll feel it pushing out on your legs, and that is the banshee breathing. Uh, it's it's just it's so cool. I think the reason we didn't notice that the first time we wrote it is because there's so many sights. Like you can, You're such look, an awe. you can look around. Like there's so many sights. There's so many sounds. There's so many things to smell. Yeah. Because in the different areas, you're smelling different things. You're also at some points getting like mist in your face from the water. Yeah. Like there's just so much going on that you. At first, we were like just trying to take everything in that we didn't notice the banshee was breathing. And then the next time we did it, I heard someone next to me say, oh, my gosh, do you feel the banshee breathing? And I'm like, oh, my gosh, the banshee's breathing. (laughs) Yeah. It's incredible. It's an amazing ride. Mm -hmm. It is still, I think, yet to be beat in Orlando. It's still yet to be beat in Florida. And Josh always says, I'm so sick of these 3D rides, blah, blah, blah. But this 3D ride is so different because it's so realistic. It's not just like riding around in a car and getting shot at. Right. You know? It's different. It is. It, It really is different. You really feel a lot more like you are there mm-hmm. in the moment than you do on any of the other rides. And Flight of Passage is just like so peaceful. And like, mm-hmm. even though it's like sort of a thrill ride, um, it's like still relaxing. Oh, yeah. Like it just makes my soul feel good. <laughs> you know what it I puts, mean? It puts a smile on my face every single time oh, we ride. Too. Every time we every get time. off. It's like if you're having a bad day, you can get on that <laughs> and ride it. That's what I say every time. You're set. It's like, it literally, it's, uh, yeah, it puts me in a good mood every time. Yeah, it does. Even if I was already in a good mood, now I'm in a better mood. <laughs> That's hilarious. Don't judge me. Judging has commenced. Now I'm in a bad mood. Now uh, I need to go ride Flight I'm Passage. judging you even harder now. We judging live the closest to Animal Kingdom. More. Let's go close down the park. Uh, it's already closed. Oh, dang it. Uh, sorry. You can go sneak in and try to ride it. Give me a break. Give me a break. Give me a break. We're not singing Kit Kat bar commercials here, okay? I just said. Yeah, you did. What you gonna do about it? All right, well, that wraps up our top seven attractions here in Orlando. That's what he's gonna do about it. He's gonna cut me off. Exactly. (laughs) If, uh, you know, let us know in the comments or send us an email or whatever you want to do. Let us know if there's something that you thought should be in the top seven that we didn't mention Mm -hmm. from the Orlando theme parks. Yes. You know, there are some other things. A Star Flyer thing or whatever that thing's called over You've it. never even done it. I haven't, but I would like to. I might put that up at the top of the list. It's Maybe. very intense. But I also, go in a like circle, I said, all I, the way to the top, I love the- Splash Mountain. I really like Ooh. Seven Dwarves Mine Train. It's just so stinking short. Yeah, Seven Dwarves is tough. I mean, it's short because it's 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 a it's made for the kids. It's not really made for the adults. It's not made for kids. It's made for families. Okay. Disney kids. is for family. It's, it's made more for the kids. <laughs> Thunder Mountain's made more for the families. But I also love the safari. Safari's great. Like, there's just so many things. This is just like 
It's tough. It is tough. And we put a lot more like coasters and stuff in there. I could definitely probably put Safari in there in the top seven, yeah. depending on the day. We can do a top family friendly list at some point. Sure. Absolutely. Safari is number one. There you go. List is done. Well, list is done. All right. Moving on <laughs> to another topic for another time. But yeah, like I said, if you guys uh, thought that we could add something else, just let us know. And we'd be happy to and interested to know what you guys think as well. Josh has already switched back over to the website on his computer. Listen, I got to continuously check this thing. I got to like, you know, be looking at it, make sure it looks good before I publish it. It does look good. You know, there's always like a bunch of like little links that you have to go through and click on. You got to make sure that like they all work. The wedding and proposal videos that you have on there already are so good. This about works, I think. Yeah, Looks this like about it. works, but mm-hmm. this about doesn't work. See that? Look, that's why you got to check. Oh, okay. See that? Oh, my goodness. Anyways, well, we have taken up more than enough of your guys' time today. So, that's the weekly breakout. <laughs> <laughs>